0: Paul and Angie Lingzo, founders of the Lingzo Fitness Academy, bring you The Missing Piece. Mission, mindset, and mechanics for your complete transformation. As creators of the Anti-Diet Mindset Reprogram, Paul and Angie have all the missing pieces you need to make the leap to your best life. Welcome to The Missing Piece. All right, I'm going to start this one out with the trigger warning because today we're talking all about emotional triggers <laughs> and it's kind of a buzzword these days you know triggers and it's kind of like a burn like it's like a gotcha like oh you're triggered by that but the reality is outrage is kind of a currency in our current world where it's if you're if you want to have a discussion about something you not you but in general, let's say you look at social media. People tend to be outraged at what's going on in the world today. For There's been you know, numerous hot topics that are very emotionally charged in the headlines lately. And what I just want to examine today is what would happen if you didn't have an emotional charge about that? you know, And what is that negative emotional charge doing to your life? And is it helping you or hurting you? Because you might find... If you were to really examine something, you might find that being outraged all the time is just crushing the quality of your life. Anyway, before we get going, i got to say welcome back to Angie, the one and only. She's back on the podcast after a couple of months, I think. It's been a little while. It's been a little while, and so I've just been in here talking to myself talking to my friends on the internet. But you've
1: been doing really good.
0: <laughs> Thank you very much. i <laughs> really liking them. Well, I appreciate you saying that. Um, hopefully I don't, hopefully now that you're back, at least temporarily, it can keep me on track a little bit more. And I won't be wandering right. off into um, some, some, I don't know, random trains of thought that I can't come back from. So anyway, guys, if you want to see what we're up to outside the podcast, head on over to, missingpeacepodcast.com there's a button for Angie there's a button for Paul you can see what we're up to there's a button for our free Facebook page where we do trainings all the time and you know, speaking of triggers, you should see the people. Because <laughs> we, run, we run ads, that free Facebook group as well. You should see the comments on those ads. It's awesome. They're very triggering to some people. Um,
1: which used to trigger us. Which used too. to trigger
0: us. Yeah, it did. It did. And it, now
1: I just chuckle.
0: And now I just, I'm like, well, I don't know what to tell you. Anyway, um, do that. Go check us out. we got tons of free resources. Leave us a review. Let's talk about it. Um, okay, so trigger. So the whole... The whole concept of being like, oh, man, that triggered me or that triggered you or uh, supposedly I'm not I'm not going to be one who's like, oh, kids these days are so soft. But supposedly there's there's trigger warnings in colleges now where a professor needs to be mindful and respectful that, you know, what he or she is talking about might trigger their students and they can warn their students. Hey, you might not need to be here for this because this might trigger you. And. I, want to start, I wanted to start out there because I think it's worth noting that if something does trigger you or offend you, that's not anybody else's responsibility to deal with or to tiptoe around you because that might offend you. Could you imagine if everybody had to be aware of every single possible thing that could offend every other single person that they come in contact with? no there, uh, there wouldn't be there wouldn't be room for any sort of good discourse would there We <laughs> would not
1: have conversations you
0: just you just wouldn't talk cuz yep. you'd be so worried about offending everybody and i mean there's there's politeness and there's kindness but to just and there's being being respectful, being to respectful, other absolutely. But that doesn't mean you sit here and go like, "Oh, I can't bring that up because you know," or you have to sit here and think, "Oh man, should I?" Blah blah blah. I can't say that because that person might think this. I mean, you just literally—it's it, crazy. And so, let's start there. That if something uh, offends you, something causes a negative emotional charge in you, it's not for other people to avoid that subject. It's for you to figure out why that's bothering you. You know what I mean? It's for you to deal with because man, that's just the, the, I mean, it's such a, such a crazy viewpoint to think that like, Oh, everybody's got to worry about offending me. Everybody like it's, it's everybody else's responsibility to, to not offend me. Like, no, right, to protect me. No. And if you put it yeah, to protect me, cause I'm, cause I'm so fragile. So fragile. No. And of course, if you say it like that, it makes sense. You're like, Oh yeah, but it's just, you know, whatever we get in our own head sometimes. And so anyway, if you pull it out and you're like, okay, it is my responsibility to deal with my own emotional triggers, right? If something doesn't sit well with me, maybe I should look at what's going on internally. And why, and why is it a good idea to do that? Because that could also sort of, that could also trigger you <laughs> because, because you're like, oh, you know, um, I don't need to figure it out, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Then don't. But I would, I would, I would <laughs>
1: then you're not who are. Talking to. Then you're not right. who we're talking to,
0: right? <laughs> but uh, I, w- I would say this, man. Like, if something outrages you, if you find yourself like so outraged and you find yourself like, oh man, just to use the political headlines that have been going on lately, the other side is such idiots and they just blah, 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 can't even see th- my point of view. Maybe, maybe that's taking away from your quality of your life. Because the time you're spending being outraged, you're not thinking clearly, first of all. Secondly, you're putting up walls, especially when you express that outrage for, for people to see. And third, you're taking yourself out of a position of power. Because you now you're no longer in control. You're no longer in a positive, resourceful state. You're in a downward negative spiraling spiraling state that is repelling people away you. That's from what me. I was
1: going to say. Think yeah. about your presence around people. Like yeah. People are not going to want to be near that.
0: No, no, they're not. And, you know, the issue is you might have strong feelings about it, but maybe you should look at why you have strong feelings about it. And you should, and and this is where I like to look at, okay, I'm outraged. I'm having a negative emotional reaction. Let's look at why. Because is this serving me? I'll start there. Is having this reaction serving me? is this putting me in my most powerful resourceful state the answer is almost always no if you're if you're having anger if you're angry about something it's probably not serving you period right being angry about something i think the best way i heard it put is it's like drinking poison expecting the other person to die you know like no that's not how it works so and that's, that's anger that's fear that's worry shame worry if you're feeling any of those things it's it's taking away from your power you are less powerful. You are less capable when you are in that emotional state. So, if you find yourself in that emotional state, start there. Look at, is this serving me? Is being this upset serving me? The answer is probably going to be no. Now, the next, if you can kind of continue down that, that train of thought, to be like, okay, why am I upset about this? Now, you might have a very justifiable reason to be upset about something. Because, um... You had a personal experience with it.
1: I was going to say a direct impact on a your direct impact, life for your trauma, family relationships.
0: Totally. And, you, and it might be completely justifiable. But I'm just going to throw this out at you. Who cares? Just because you can justify it doesn't give you an excuse to be a weaker version of yourself. It just doesn't. Not not in my book. You know, there's a lot of things in my life I could justify. Because you want to know why? because I'm human. (laughs) We've all had trauma. We all have our own unique blend of experiences, Uh, some good, some bad. And we can use our lens and our experiences and our worldviews to justify all sorts of our own shit, for lack of a better word. But justification doesn't get you anywhere. It just doesn't. And in, 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 it puts you down the path of thinking that you need to be able to justify things, and you don't. Anyway, that's a whole other story. The point is, it's not serving you. Right? So it's like, yeah, you might be able to justify it. You look, you look. is this, is this state serving me? The answer is pretty much always going to be no, if you're in a negative emotional state. Why do I feel this way? You know, because maybe you can justify it. But maybe you can just unpack it. And be like, okay, so this is why I'm feeling this way. Because it has some direct, because I've got experience in this or whatever. And then you can look at the other side and say, well, why might somebody else think differently? <laughs> right? Because there's, there's, you know, especially when it comes to like these political debates that's and these right. headlines, there's usually another side, right? Sometimes you know, it, it, it might be very tempting to be like, well, they're just assholes, right? Well, that person's an idiot. They're an <laughs> asshole, right? It's very like, but, but do you think that's using your brain fully? Do you think discounting someone and discounting their humanity and discounting their intentions is serving you? Probably not, right? Probably not seeing the whole picture if you're, if you're discounting anybody who sees the world differently than you. But you need to move on past that. And you need to move on to, you need to move on to, is this within my control? You know, is this within my control? Yeah, I mean, the answer is probably no. You know, when you look at what is, what can you do to make the world a better place? It starts with your sphere of control. And what's going on in Afghanistan or Washington, D.C. is beyond my sphere of direct immediate control.
1: Right. You might not be able to control the Mm -hmm. events, but you get to control how you interpret things.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, And and you know what, if, 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 you know, if I'm so emotionally, if I'm like, Hey, I I need to be able, that's where I need to be. Like, I need to change the course of this country. Then I, here's what, here's what's in my control. I can go and sign up for the military right now, Mm -hmm. or I can sign up for law school and then go on the path to become an elected official and make laws or whatever. Right. Like that is within your control. But if you're not going to do those things. Maybe consider like what maybe consider what you can do right now that's maybe not so extreme. Um and, and usually I mean God, I hate to say it because we've said it a million times, It usually just comes down to being a better version of you. Being kinder to people around you.
1: That's what I was gonna create, say. Create more peace around you. Create
0: more peace around create, create more peace within you.
1: Within you, so to you create can create more peace do it around you. Yes.
0: And and build your own influence. And build your own influence. So if you have these things that you feel strongly about, you are an ambassador to those ideas rather than a combatant. Because nobody's changing their mind based on what you post on social media, right? Nobody. And in fact, in in you know, I don't I don't even know. This I don't know why I'm talking about it now, because the headlines aren't I mean there's been a couple major events lately, I'd say, but like you know, in general, they've been divisive for as long as I can remember, right? And when, when you post things, because, you know, that's something that's in our sphere of control. That's a form of like what we're putting out into the world. When you post things that are angry and emotional, discounting people and talking about, and, and they're all talk without any sort of action. And you're posting from a very combative viewpoint, people discount you. And we can bring this full circle back to why it's so important for you to be the best version of yourself physically, mentally, emotionally, to wear nice clothes, to speak articulately, to be physically fit, because the messenger matters and whatever's inside you, whatever your soul, whatever your purpose is that you're trying to bring into the world, the messenger matters. And people just don't listen to other people who are combative, who are outraged, who are triggered. That does no good to anybody. But when, when you have inner peace, when you've taken care of your own shit, you've created peace within yourself. And then you create peace around yourself, outside yourself as a, as a result of that. That draws people in. And if you have a message that you strongly believe in, that you would like... That you believe will make the world a better place. And you want more people to adapt that message. You they're need to,
1: more likely to follow. You,
0: they're listen. more likely to listen to you. Their ears and their hearts are much, much, much more open to that. And so, you know.
1: Well, and it's funny when people are putting that kind of stuff out on social media. I've done such a good job like with myself and what I believe and my inner peace that I don't even see that stuff now. If I can just see like one word of negativity or confrontation popping up, mm. I just go right by it. Yes, I am tuned in. I know what's going on, mm-hmm. but it's like those people that have that inner like internal conflict, they're looking for it too. Right. And so well, they're, just con- they're surrounding themselves by it where yes. I'm not, I'm not looking for it because I don't have mm-hmm. that conflict or those triggers and
0: they have those filters. So they, it's not even that they're looking for it. It's all they can see. It's all
1: they can see. Yes. yes. That's a better way to put it. Like, yeah. I don't see it. And people will come up to me and start talking about things. I'm like, I didn't hear about it. I don't know about it. And I'm not talking like big political even things in our neighborhood. Like I just right. I'm not looking for those sorts of things.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I get, you know, part of the reason I brought this up is because I st- you know, I well there's there's two reasons. One is because this is stuff that I work through. Yeah, like I still you do. I still read headlines and I and I feel it a little bit. Like, "Oh, that pisses me off or that what an idiot or whatever." I still feel those things, guys. So so the reason I'm saying that is because for I mean I think I've talked about this on here before, but I, I used to be quote unquote into politics and it did nothing but it did nothing but put walls up and destroy relationships to have a to have a strong opinion. It did. And then one day I realized, like, man, those people who I I have such a strong opinion about, whether supporting them or I have a strong opinion about them negatively, golly, they don't give a shit about me. <laughs>
1: Nope.
0: <laughs> you know what I mean? They don't give a shit about me defending them, or or or
1: if you ruined relationships yeah, over
0: it. I or? mean, they don't care. It's got nothing to do with me. And so, when, so I still see this stuff, right? I still see because I do. I, maybe I should just turn the news off altogether. I don't watch it much anymore. But the point is, I see things and I work through it. And, and it's not even politics. It's like exercise stuff, right? It's like, I see some, I see, uh, you know, different like dietary zealot type stuff on Facebook or Instagram and I got to roll my eyes. Like what an idiot. You know what I mean? But then I'm like, dude, they're not an idiot. They're a person who's just speaking their own worldview into, into think. And so the point is by resolving that internally first, then I don't project it externally, which would only just be a complete, uh, you know, driver away of people. I don't know what a better word is. And so to to bring it further, so yeah, that's why I bring it up is because this is stuff I go through on my own, but this is stuff we go through with clients as well, because you have to remove emotional charge around things if you want inner peace. If you have a strong emotional reaction to something, like putting food on a scale, for example, you, there's more to that. There's more to that than meets the eye. And uh, uh, Lane Norton talked about this. Um, he, he did really well. He's like, why are people so... Why are people jumping through so many hoops to deny calories in, calories out, <laughs> right? And, and he was very nice about it, right? He was very nice about it. He, and he's, he, But the reason is because at the end of the day, we we know that we eat too much.
1: Right, the emotional charges. And
0: there's an emotional charge around, oh, I f- I'm a pig, I'm a slob, I have no self-control. And that's because we have... I'm all
1: self-sabotaging, yes, yeah, all of those things.
0: And because we have that, that negative charge around ourselves and that conflict we, we we are turning our eyes off to this simple concept that is easy it's, it's really really easy and we mm-hmm. and, and we push away and, and then we go and we seek out paleo and keto and all that stuff that ultimately only works <laughs> if you're in a calorie balance but won't work if you're over your calories right and so um at the end of the day man um You got to resolve it because then when you, when you can resolve the negative emotional charge and you, and you change your filters, you begin to see like, wow, how easy is it to just put my plate on top of a scale first? And now I know for a fact that I'm getting the right amount of food. How we and I have an app on my phone.
1: I can scan packages. What a beautiful world! It's easy as that. Or the emotional charge to put food into an app, and I'm like, "Are you telling me your phone is never in your
0: hand <laughs> that you can't right. just pull that up right.
1: and put in the same food you ate yesterday?" Yeah. Or yeah,
0: and it's we have to work through these things, guys. Mm-hmm. We have to work through uh, emotional charge around quote unquote failure. Right? People, oh, I screwed up this weekend. No, you didn't. You just lived your life, and if you'd like to optimize some of the, those behaviors or change some of the behaviors you're not happy with, all you have to do is review them. Let's remove the emotional charge. Be like, hey, was it an awesome weekend? Yeah, did you enjoy those beers you drank? Awesome.
1: Was it really that bad that you had them? Mm-hmm. No.
0: Are you not liking the way you feel now? No. Okay, well, let's make a plan. Let's learn from it. So maybe next time we can either bring more balance or we can pick our spots when we're going to have beers. Like, whatever the case is, it doesn't matter. But if you can remove emotional, and when I say remove emotional charge, I'm talking mostly about negative emotions. You know, but if you can just remove that altogether, it'll put you in a resourceful state. Because when you are positive moods and positive emotions are resourceful, they get shit done. Negative emotional states are not resourceful. They don't get shit done. I mean, there's exceptions and and people could be like, well, MJ, you know, Michael Jordan, greatest basketball player in the world operated out of spite. That's true. That's true. But you're not Michael Jordan. There's only one. (laughs) And, And most people who accomplish things, you know, when you, and this is, this has been the surprise of my life actually is when I was younger, I was very, very intimidated by like super successful people. But, you know, as I've gotten older and I've met some people who are, really successful in different areas, right? Really successful in, you know, physical areas and financial and business. What I found is that like, they are not intimidating when you are around them. <laughs> they, they are magnetic because they have their shit sorted out and they're overwhelmingly positive and they make you feel like you could just be right there next to them in their circle. You know what I mean? And, um, and that's just led me, that's my experiences, right? Of the world that's led me to believe that you can't really it's I say I'm not gonna say you can't really, but it's really hard to pull together all the quote unquote success you want to create the external world that you want of your physicality and your finances and your lifestyle without first sorting out that internal world. And that comes down to removing negative emotional charges cuz negative emotions put you in a unresourceful state sort that out get that internal world dialed in and then we can project outward right and, and, and once that once that's what's going on inside that's what's, that's the external world we're going to build around us so that's um yeah that, that's that's a 20 minute segment of something we we break down into I don't know, a million different pieces and we slice it a million different ways inside of our program because it's, it's just that important to me, you know, I don't care if you can eat tilapia and broccoli for six weeks and lose 20 pounds. I don't, what I care about is that, um, you can sustain it forever because you feel amazing about, because you feel empowered. <laughs> and because you've been put into emotional, in a, a positive emotional state that makes you resourceful, that has you asking questions, advocating for yourself so that you can do it forever. That's that's what I'm most concerned about. Ange.
1: I do not have any parting words.
0: All right. Well,
1: just in case that's what you were going to ask.
0: Yeah. Well, it was, it was good. it's good to see you back here. <laughs> you guys don't know this because Ange is kind of quiet on here, but just having her there to help guide helps me. I, I feel like it helps me organize my thoughts better
1: and we like hanging out
0: we do like hanging out yeah all right guys hey
1: maybe you'll start on my vlog <laughs>
0: you, you've been pretty stingy with uh, the camera when i'm around you tend yeah. to not let me in there so we'll see okay we'll see what happens all right have a good one guys.